Hey, Don. Hello, Zach. This week, Barron's Magazine came out with an editorial by a writer named Ty Kim. And Kim's editorial was all about how America is heading down a bad road with trying to ban TikTok. I don't know if you watched the news this week, but basically we have legislators, both Republicans and Democrats, that seem nearly unanimous on banning the most popular social media app in America and most likely the world. And it's really kind of brought up some interesting questions. Is this really the right idea? And here's the best paragraph I read. But fairness matters. The U.S. economy is the envy of the world because of its core tenets of free markets, robust legal frameworks, and capitalism. The protections against arbitrary seizure attract investment and enable risk-taking, and vigorous open competition between companies drive innovation forward. Banning a company based on hypotheticals, preying on fear and paranoia without compelling evidence would be a terrible precedent. It would feed the perception that the U.S. can retroactively change the rules when a foreign competitor wins in the marketplace, chilling future investment. And it opens the door for other countries to ban U.S. apps unilaterally to advance their own domestic agendas. And Don, Mr. Kim goes on to talk about why it would be a terrible idea to ban TikTok. What did you think about his opinion? I think he really cherry picks all the good reasons to not ban TikTok. I don't think he addresses the reasons that I think we should ban TikTok, and it has nothing to do with Chinese meddling or foreign interference. Nevertheless, he makes a compelling argument. I just don't agree. So are you for banning TikTok then? Absolutely. It is destroying our youth and our adulthoods from inside out, making people feel awful about themselves. The recent study that came out said that 40% of girls, adolescent girls, think about hurting themselves. 60% are depressed. 10% are, or 20% are suffering from uh, physical sexual assaults. I mean, these are things that have changed tremendously in the last 10 years. I think we can lay the blame at the foot of social media and primarily TikTok, which is the influence beyond all influences in adolescents' lives and probably adults' lives as well. So I think it's got a tremendously negative impact I'm not really concerned about Chinese meddling. I'm sure the Chinese have all the data they ever want. And if they really want to manipulate, they could manipulate if they could through the Facebook algorithms or the YouTube algorithms. But uh, I I would like to see the end of TikTok, especially because I own stock in Facebook, which would instantly make Instagram essentially the new TikTok and my stock more valuable. So then you're only against banning TikTok, or do you think we should also then, if we're going to do this, let's take out Google and Facebook and Twitter and these other social media entities? Because it seems like if you ban TikTok, you're really just kind of playing whack-a-mole, right? Well, yeah, it's like banning ChatGPT. There'll be 15 more that pop up that are, uh, and the best one of those will pop, will be successful. It's in, it's, you're not going to be able to do it. I mean, the, to really keep down this idea, this service or this short form video, there's such a demand for it. It'll be here, whatever. It'd be like trying to uh, stop people from using cocaine by spraying the coca plants in uh, Central America. People are still going to find a way to do it. And so uh, they want to ban TikTok because it's a uh, foreign interference. I, I'm more for banning TikTok, although it'd be only temporary, is to prevent the anorexia, the depression, the bullying, the negative uh, images that are destroying our youth from the inside. But doesn't it just seem like, and you've already acknowledged it, we're not really solving the bigger problem. Isn't the bigger problem that 
social media is a negative influence in our society, especially for our young. And therefore, what about instead of wasting all this time trying to ban one product, increasing educational campaigns to try to have kids understand the negativity of social media? The internet's never going away and nor is social media. It just seems like maybe we should be handling this differently. I mean, cigarettes, alcohol, guns, these are all products in our society that can harm people, and yet they are all legal. And yet we have spent a lot of money trying to educate people. And to some results, we've had success in terms of lowering smoking uh, ages, lowering drunk driving rates. It seems like maybe we could win that way than just making a ban, which Okay, so you ban it. Now what? What's the net? What's day one look like after a ban? Lots of Instagram. Um, no, <laughs> I, I think what you, I think you're right in that we do have some. We've had some success with lowering smoking rates and so forth and whatnot. I think that there is no PR campaign that is more attractive than TikTok. Here's the thing, Zach. The Russians know that Ukrainian bombs are targeted based on Russian soldier cell phone signals. So they keep telling the Russian soldiers, turn off your phones because the Ukrainians are targeting with bombs and killing you. You know what the Russians will not do? Turn off their phones. Absolutely not. And the, they're getting killed, for, literally killed because they will not turn off their phones and won't get off social media, but they can't stop. That's how addictive this is. It's literally killing the Russian soldiers and they won't stop and they should know better. It's it, There's no PR campaign better than TikTok. This is what I tell my students in class all the time. Put away your phones. I cannot compete with TikTok. I'm not that good looking. I'm not that good of a dancer. I, I just can't compete. Put it away. I need a, I need a, it's not a fair competition. It, it totally isn't. And I guess I just say, it just seems like a loser mentality. We can't win we're going to ban it. And as we already have acknowledged, there's five other major social media you know, companies that are just going to fill the void anyways. And pretty soon it will just sort of be back to normal. And therefore, I think my, my point is just sort of, why is everybody all of a sudden beating these drum beats to get rid of one thing when I just don't think it's going to make that big of a difference? And now, from a federal level, they seem to think this is a national security concern. From what I'm hearing from you, you don't seem concerned about the national security issue, right? No, not at all. And then the other issue brought up in this thing is that there's Chinese propaganda that might slowly uh, influence our teenagers. Are you worried about that? No. <laughs> Nor am I, because I feel like if anything, everybody has been on social media long enough that everybody's sort of BS detector is high enough that I don't think uh, there'd be propaganda good enough to to actually influence our teens, especially when there's dancing videos to watch instead. Maybe dancing videos of attractive people spouting Chinese propaganda. Maybe. I mean, from from our perspective, don't we want to have this thing open because it's our way to maybe sort of win the hearts and minds? One of the things that is brought up is there's this great quote from a person that works for TikTok, a spokesperson named Brooke Aberwetter, and she said, a U.S. ban on TikTok is a ban on the export of American culture and values to the billion-plus people who use our service worldwide. Don, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, I feel like America was all about having American radio and television beamed around the world to win the hearts and minds of people. Well, the platform has changed. Are we sure we really want to, like, 
take away our ability to try to influence others? Well, this is, I thought, the best argument. And the be- it is that look at American culture, look at how good looking these people are, look at how big the houses are, how much space we have, and all these creature comforts. Don't you want to come to America? And this is really exporting the desire for this American dream. And TikToks are disproportionately of attractive people in nice places looking good. At least that's my assumption. I'm not even on TikTok, but that's my idea of it. But it's also the entry point to pornography, where you have pornography people that are on TikTok trying to advertise their OnlyFans page. It's the entry point to a a hole of anorexia and just going down that dive, that wormhole. Like there's just so many things that it leads you to. It's the access point and advertisement for not just America, but everything. And I think that for the government officials, it is the perfect thing to go after. It's something young people use and they hate anything that young people do. It's something (laughs) Chinese. And so it's not going to hurt an American company and it'll actually help an American company. So it's the perfect thing for government to target target to go after. I mean, when, uh, who was it? Al Gore's wife, Tipper Gore was going after two live crew because they were an easy target. They're a bad rap group with pornography, with pornographic lyrics. And they were uh, predominantly from a low income group. And they thought this is something I can target and get people behind. Well, that's exactly what TikTok is. It's something that's an easy target. I can get people behind and go after it. 100%. And I guess in a world where Americans like to see bipartisanship, or at least I think so. I mean, I personally usually feel like, oh, hey, like America's working today. Like we see uh, a majority of senators or House of Representatives like getting together and and passing some legislation or actually trying to, to deal with something. I actually kind of feel uncomfortable that so many people are just sort of jumping on board this. And (laughs) It, it again is is it the xenophobia angle? I, I get it that China is our rival, and we have a lot of disagreements, especially over Taiwan and how we're handling the Ukraine, and we're also looking at things like uh, you know chip uh, production and stuff like that. And yet, I feel like this is one of these like taking a big sledgehammer when maybe a scalpel maybe could be used. And at the same time, I just don't know if it's going to get anything done. And one of the other arguments that gets brought up in this this editorial, which I thought was interesting, is, is this the beginning of a tit-for-tat sort of trade war, export war that, you know, you think about all of the American multinational firms that have huge percentages of their sales in China. Could you possibly see the Chinese government coming back at us and all of a sudden banning some of our products or some of our things because they don't want them there or it's just a chances to kind of mess with us because of us shutting down TikTok. Or they could shoot themselves in the foot and say, we're not making iPhones anymore. And all of a sudden, Apple has no iPhones and America has no iPhones. Or they could say, we're not letting you produce Teslas here anymore. Or any number of things that they produce for America. There is an export market there that's gigantic. And the uh, it is interesting in that Americans love their Chinese-made products, primarily iPhones. Let's use that, for example. But they also don't like China. Well, you're kind of intertwined there. It's not as simple a relationship as people think. And it's, it's a very complex relationship. And this is obviously 
a very easy one for everybody to understand. People understand ban it or don't ban it, right? And I think that's probably why the media is sort of watching this. I also just think it's obviously a very popular app. And in fact, if anything, like they've had to like yell at their congressional staffers who are on Tic Tac all day long at the Capitol and stuff like that. I mean, in some ways, I get it from a national security concern that you don't want data. But as you said, that data is already out there. I just still am weary of the idea of why go through this process when I just don't think you're going to solve any of the issues that you want to solve unless we're going to go for an all-out ban on the internet or social media companies. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like though that's is that what you would like because I I feel like that's what that's what this is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's not going to be effective. It'll be like an alcohol ban. You know, they banned alcohol for during prohibition and then alcohol consumption increased and everybody made it this way and that way. It's not going to be effective. Um, I think it just might slow the process down, make a marginal change at the edges. Um, and so it is, No matter, even if you ban it, it's really more the scalpel because it just goes anywhere, anywhere else. So it's not going to be effective. That is for certain. But it's an easy target. And sure, let's shake things up. One of the things they, they they mentioned is, you know, a year or two ago, these questions were being raised. And at that time, it looked like maybe TikTok, the, at least the American holdings of it, would be spun off and bought by an American company. So all that data is held on shore here. Microsoft, I think Walmart was even, you know, rumored to maybe want to buy TikTok. Would you support that as a compromise? I mean, I guess so. I think Oracle was in the talks too. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to pick up this tremendously uh, popular product? Oh, wait, they lose money, Zach. They don't make money. They're just like Twitter. That's true. And in a world of not having low interest rates, I'd be curious what the valuation is of TikTok at the moment. Because if you start putting tons and tons of ads on it, is it even retain any value? You know, like, I, I, I think... We've talked about this before. Once you put a ton of ads on it, enough to make it profitable, the product becomes less desirable. Google isn't as good as it used to be because there's just so much ads and uh, and revenue streams there. I'd rather see something that is like Google used to be. And maybe TikTok, as it becomes an American property, needs to be profitable. And then they destroy it slowly by just integrating ads. Well, I mean, to me, TikTok just seems like the flavor of the month and it just seems like go back the last 15 years every couple of years there's a new social media thing that hits and it's hot and then it just for whatever reason doesn't seem to continue to meet the changing taste and preferences of the consumer right i mean boy go back to like myspace and then the original facebook and then we hit uh you know twitter and then we hit instagram and youtube and it just seems like all of these places are are you know have their moments and then something replaces it and therefore if you want to ban it are you possibly then hurting the next american company from taking the next lead on the next social media platform Maybe, but there's also been swings and misses that have gone by the wayside as well, where they tried something and it didn't work. And so there is a constant attempt to eat each other's lunch and Instagram's becoming more TikTok-like as they try to evolve. And they are starting to take a little TikTok market share. But yeah, maybe, I don't know. I think it's known that people like this format and this format will be copied by somebody somewhere. Maybe the reason TikTok is popular is because the creators go to TikTok because TikTok pays the most. And that's why TikTok's losing, losing money. 
maybe Facebook needs to just say, all right, we're going to take the TikTok creators, just like Live Golf took uh, the best pros away from the PGA Tour. And then our thing could be more popular. Or if we ban TikTok, maybe all those creators come right back to Instagram at discount prices. That's a good point. They even said in the article that if you ban TikTok, you would have thousands of influencers and creators who all of a sudden would be struggling economically because their platform has been taken away. And therefore, you could also be hurting uh, certain Americans in a way. Does that uh, move your needle at all? No, because they have something of value. I don't know if they can carry over their content or even if they retain content value. Maybe people just plagiarize it here and there so they can't get it there. Or the way that they get the value is taking people from TikTok to their other site, whether it's OnlyFans or some private equity fight or air place to sell their T-shirts or whatever. So it's, it, it, I think it's probably more complicated. Do you think we're even having this conversation if like, Cameroon was the country that TikTok originated in. <laughs> I think Cameroon could really use TikTok. They need to have the revenue. They could really, they're struggling along. Uh, that'd be great. I don't think they have the internet infrastructure there for that. It is a bizarre thing though. There was a thing called Vine a long time ago. I think it was owned by Twitter and it was TikTok-y and it died. I don't know why TikTok created, it was succeeded, but it certainly has. Yeah, I think it was like six second videos. In fact, every once in a while, you'll see people like really be sad over the loss of Vine. And yet it still hasn't come back yet. So I, I'm not really sure why it has not uh, made it back. Yeah, I mean, I well, hats off to TikTok for finding a successful way to do this thing in that it's still losing money. Do you just think that like this is just like a new red fear? I mean, you look back in American histories from about the 1920s through the you know, nearly 60s, it seemed like we had moments where everybody was afraid of communist uh, infiltration into our society. We ruined tons of people's lives and careers, calling them communists and stuff like that. It, it, it just feels like we're, you know, afraid of something that that isn't really there. And I and I guess that's the other part. And again, that's why I go back to like loser mentality. It just seems like we're afraid instead of wanting to understand, wanting to educate and wanting to compete against. Well, it's a scapegoat, perfect scapegoat for what's happening wrong with America. And we can blame a foreign entity and a foreign power. And it's easily fixed. Just ban it. Then we could realize it actually wasn't the cause of everything. Or maybe it was. Maybe that's what we'll find out. But you're okay with banning it, though. Absolutely. I mean, let's think of it this way. <laughs> let's say it's a natural experiment. Let's say some researchers are like, we want to expose your children or their whole peer, peer group to this uh, video device, which recommends other videos that are similar based on how long you hover over it. And it'll respond to your worst instincts and take you down the wormhole of pornography, anorexia, other awful things. And we'll just see what happens. Well, that would parents would never allow that to be done by researchers, but this natural experiment is happening. And for showing tremendously bad effects and students are peer groups are just suffering from it. Our education system suffering. I have said it before, I'd said it again, between TikTok, AirPods and vaping marijuana, I think that the average kid that doesn't want to be engaged in school can wholly avoid it. Well, we're only taking away one of those uh, aspects of the trifecta you just mentioned. But as we, as you continue to acknowledge, banning it doesn't actually solve 
the bigger social media question. And that's why I just keep saying, like, shouldn't we look at this differently in terms of trying to solve it? What's the alternative solution? I just think put more education time into it. Try to educate parents, get people to continue to have conversation about how much social media is is too much or too little for some kid, right? Like continue to go down this road of this is what we know so far. Continue to have an open dialogue because I just don't think the banning thing works. I mean, it almost feels like back in the early 2000s when all of a sudden we decided that McDonald's made America fat. All of a sudden, like Doritos and Pepsi and everybody else got to, you know, skate skate away free on this thing because we just were going to point our finger at McDonald's. I feel like we're we're pointing our finger at TikTok because it's owned by China, but yet the problem is so much deeper. Well, and the parents that are least able, least capable, or least willing to control their children's uh, device use are the ones that are least likely to enforce any sort of limits on social media and whatnot. But I do get what you're saying. Uh, there's a great Simpsons episode where there's a comet coming towards the city. And after the comet misses, they said, let's burn down the uh, observatory. So this will never happen again. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about like Sputnik back in the 50s. And all of a sudden, everybody over the radio waves heard like a beep every like eight seconds. And they decided that this was the end of the America we knew what did we do? We didn't stop banning something that we were maybe trading with Russia, although I don't really know if we were trading with Russia very much, given their command economy and the poor products they were making. <laughs> but at the same time, what did it do? It rallied America from both sides of the political aisle to invest in education, to invest in science, to go and compete, go be a winner and win the space race, not just try to like you know, ban something so that we can pretend like we're not going to see it. Because wouldn't you also agree that like, okay, we banned TikTok on Tuesday, but by Wednesday, all the kids have gotten a new VPN and are watching TikTok, uh, you know, coming in from Norway or something like that? Probably. They'll find a way around it. But we're already winning, Zach. We have the best creators. We have the people that are most into TikTok and sending out the best TikToks and getting the most people interested. So we're already winning. We already have the best. And look how powerful it's made us. Well, but all of a sudden, if our, you know, 19-year-olds living in their mom's basement can't keep posting their Fortnite videos to the kids in Cameroon, I mean, again, we're losing the hearts and minds battle then. Yeah, I guess, but uh, I'm not sure the Cameroon's the real audience, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. There's a lot of Chinese debt there, I think. Yeah, well, they've loaned money. Ugh. Um, no, yeah, I, I think we aren't broadcasting our uh, our best uh, image forward, perhaps less. And I agree. I know this makes no sense, but I still think we should ban it because it's just not good. This reminds me of like early 2000s when all of a sudden we couldn't call them French fries. We had to call them freedom fries for like six months. Just makes no sense. I was also going through uh, the internet today thinking about this story. And, you know, one of the things that just tears at my heart was that during World War One, people used to throw rocks at dachshunds because of their <laughs> German heritage. It breaks my heart to think about that. There's also like, you know, 1639 to 1853 was when Japan just kind of closed themselves off to the world and just like fell behind technologically speaking, because they just didn't want to deal with it. And I know that we're not like going to that extreme, 
but it just feels like it. And it just feels like not the appropriate way that a superpower nation that is the leader of the world on so many fronts handles anything. Fair enough. But you also have to protect your populace from things that are damaging. I mean, we took cocaine out of Coca-Cola because it was bad for people. And they said, you can't do that. Well, TikTok's bad for people. So maybe we need to limit that. I guess. I, I think the other thing is, is this weekend, Barron's also had a story about the double railroad derailments that we had in Ohio over the last month mm-hmm. and how Congress like can't come to a decision about how to like regulate the railroad so that people aren't dying. Did you know that you can have one person driving? Yeah, uh, I did not know that, but yes, they uh, they don't have that many people working there. They don't have many workers to begin with, but yeah, I, well, Congress has only had what two hundred years to regulate trains, and, and I guess that's my point. Is is I mean, we can't even solve railroad derailments where where real people are getting hurt, and yet for some reason we can all jump on board this one. And I and I guess uh, it just makes me pause and wonder if we should be going about this differently. Well, Democrats are very successful at portraying Republicans as wanting to limit Social Security and Medicare, which are both problems that need repairs, but yet they were successful in portraying it. So now they've agreed to never touch those again, and we'll just spend our way into tremendous deficits. And so uh, that's a big problem. That's a hard one to tackle. Railroads are complicated and necessary. That's a big problem. It's hard to handle. What's easy to handle and quick and quick and popular? Let's kill TikTok because it only matters to people that don't vote. What's well, interesting because you know you talk about how everybody can jump on and pick an easy one, right? Right before COVID hit in the fall of, uh, I think it was 2020. Then, right? Did COVID hit in 2021? 2020. 2020. So fall of 2019. That's when the vaping epidemic hit America and teens were dying and people were like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And then Michigan, Republicans, Democrats in our House and Senate unanimously voted to ban flavored vapes um, so that kids would like not have access to them and dying. And yet flavored vapes are still everywhere in Michigan, even though they're technically banned. Yeah, the enforcement's left something to be desired there. And uh, they're, again, very, very popular, and they're floating around all over the place. So uh, I, I certainly not an effective legislative movement. Probably like the TikTok one. I still don't. I still want them to limit it, though. I'm still out. <laughs> well, then here's a question for you. Am I a hypocrite when I say that I fully support the U.S. banning all of its high-end chips being made in China, and I only want them made in America? Yes, you are, because it also doesn't make sense as an economist. They cost twice as much to make in America as they do in Taiwan. It doesn't make any sense economically. It does from an independence standpoint, but not really economically. Let's just let them make the chips over there. That's what makes Taiwan valuable. Oh, no, I, I'm okay if it's Taiwan. I just don't want them made in China. Oh, yeah, I guess so. We already did that. Uh, KLA can't work in China. A lot of those tech companies can't send their good technology over there in China. We're losing a lot of money that we could be making exporting to China. Our trade deficit's getting worse because we're not sending them the good technology that they can probably obtain anyway. So does that make me just a hypocrite or an American that I want TikTok to not be banned, but yet I do want high-end chips not made in China? Makes you both. (laughs) Well, kind of last idea then is... 
you know, every once in a while, when you see a serious news piece, they're going to say America, China, rivals, all the areas where we disagree, but we've got some big summit coming up where either the presidents or our, our you know, high level representatives are going to meet. And they say, but America and China do have some things in common. And it's usually climate change. It's always the one safe one that we can like maybe work with them. Don't you think that actually like TikTok and social media could be the second thing that our nations have in common? Like last year, China significantly reduced and, and almost banned video games being played by their teenagers. It seems like they're very concerned about screen time and their young population, just kind of like we are. I mean, isn't this an area that we could maybe work together on? Yeah, but they're successful. What do that's you mean? A, that's a difference. Like they did limit kids from using video games. We talk about it, but we don't actually do it. We we just they're playing more video games than ever before. They're more likely to be truant from school than ever before. They are uh, we're, we're not good at actually doing the limits that they're doing. Although we could agree on increasing birth rate. That's falling for both nations. Both nations need to have more babies. Maybe that's the third thing that we could have in common. Although I'll let you lead that summit. I'm not sure how you um start off with proposing this is a common problem. And then I'll definitely let you talk about the solutions for that one. <laughs> Incentives, free childcare. Yeah. No, that's... Free childcare. Would you have considered a third? No. Oh, I would have. Yes. Yeah, so you're a better man than I, I was tapped out mentally and emotionally <laughs> after uh, trying to just uh, keep two alive uh, throughout each day. <laughs> I would have been more likely to consider a third if there was free childcare. There's an incentive. Yeah, I think we need to solve these problems. Well, maybe all the TikTok revenue can go to fund, uh, you know, universal China American uh, childcare. <laughs> we could export the children to China, and they could just be raised there. Now that would be uh, <laughs> probably a win for the propagandist there. <laughs> they might come back a little different than they left possibly or possibly is that the bridge to understanding that both nations need with one another yeah perhaps i'm not sure we need to have uh i think they don't want us telling them what to do and we don't want to depend on them and those are two things that have not changed nor probably will not change fair enough well you mentioned wanting to ban video games are you also on that wagon too Hundred percent. I hate video games. I've never liked video games. I'm not good at them. I don't like playing them. It is something my 14 year old and 16 year old can do on a rainy day together and can do it with their friends, but they don't play that much. And I'm opposed to all video games. That said, it, it's not going to change. It's just like, it's something that is done all the time. But I wish people would be outside doing active things rather than sitting in their basement playing video games. It will forever live in my head a moment where I had a kid in class that was talking about NBA 2K, the video game. He said, no, Mr. McLaughlin, you got to understand, you got to invest like $600 and two, three hours a day to get a really good player on NBA 2K. It's like, hey, you know what you could do if you had $600 and two, three hours a day? Probably get real good at basketball yourself. <laughs> Go shoot and dribble. You'd probably be good at it and enjoy and get something out of it. Hard to argue with you. Hard to argue with you. But uh, you know what, though? I, I think probably your 2K player and rating is probably more social currency than uh, if you can, uh, you know, shoot a jumper from the baseline. 
Perhaps more people would find out about it. Maybe, maybe it'd be more popular there. It's, it is what it is. You know, back in the day, people shook their fists at the young kids that are playing too many board games is going to ruin them because they're playing too many board games or reading uh, comic books or whatnot. This is just the newest version of old men shaking their fist at the youth, but uh, Congress looks like they're really shaken and they might ban this thing. TikTok needs to get some good advocates, some good uh, lobbying on its behalf. Well, it is kind of interesting that you don't see, you know, your Mark Zuckerbergs or, you know, kind of just your your big billionaires from big tech sort of out there possibly advocating for TikTok. And I realize that they stand and maybe make a lot of money if TikTok gets banned. But I also wonder if all of a sudden you ban one social media thing. And I think the way that they're looking at it is that the Commerce Department is just going to have a lot of latitude about how it perceive social media and therefore that it can ban this and that it also has the latitude to go after other things. I would be worried if you just sort of, you know, allow this to happen because you never know when all of a sudden you're next, if that makes sense. No, you're absolutely right about that. And uh, I'm looking through this through rose colored glasses, thinking that maybe TikTok will be banned by Facebook stock will be more valuable, but they could come after Facebook next and limit what they're doing. And uh, I don't want that as a stockholder. I wouldn't be opposed to it as a citizen. But um, in general, I don't think this editing is really going to pay off and be very effective. But this is one step in the way. Let's limit TikTok. Do you think we see the ban then? Do you think Congress and Biden come together and uh, and pass this thing? No. <laughs> what do you think holds it up? I think they, they made it through the committee. This is something that people are aboard. I think maybe uh, they'll argue on who gets the win. Like, who gets the win? Is this a Republican win, a Democratic win? It can't be a win for everybody. Do Republicans really want Joe Biden to like be like, I changed this and limited this, protected America, and have a big signing ceremony? I don't know. Seems like we need a, there's leverage to be gained here through partisan squabbling. But uh, I'm just in general skeptical that government's going to accomplish anything. And uh, maybe that's for the best, but um, I, I don't know. That would be crazy, though. That would be really, really a game changer if TikTok was eliminated because, you know, I had a conversation with a student in my class once. I said, hey, how many hours a day are you on TikTok? She said, how long school? Like seven and a half hours? <laughs> I'm on it about seven and a half hours a day. <laughs> That's a great line. That's a really good line. Do you think, though, that, that maybe this is actually round one in a bigger game that's actually happening in a smoke-filled room somewhere where America's kind of rattling the saber, but really what maybe ultimately happens is that the American part of TikTok just gets sold to an American company, and this all just kind of goes away. And that's what I kind of wondered maybe is how this all plays out. Probably. No. Fair They'll enough. sell I... off the American arm because it almost happened once already. And there are companies that are going to want it. There'll be a bidding war. It's a valuable commodity. Maybe it improves. Maybe it doesn't. But it is something out there that people uh, people enjoy. And they're on a whole lot. There's a lot of viewers people want to reach. And if they're on TikTok, that makes it a very valuable entity, even if it doesn't make profits. No, that's true. What you need is a large tech titan that can just soak up those losses. Yeah. And find a way to monetize it. I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out. Facebook's good at this stuff. Maybe they'll do it. And then they'll probably ruin it. Like they ruin all their other products, right? Hey, they're still making like 30% profits. The, the forecasts of death of Facebook are tremendously overstated. No, you're right. They would just, 
probably you're right. Facebook it and then start making money off of it. And then slowly, that's what it seems to allow the next technology to kind of emerge, right? The non-ad tech until somebody needs to finally make a profit. Or they'll, yeah, they'll slowly evolve away for it to be profitable in some minor degree and then they can make some money. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think people are getting off their screens very much. I think they're just going to be finding a different way to look at it. And it probably doesn't really solve the big problem, but kind of it is what it is. Well, I hope that uh, there will be a video of you celebrating in the face of all of your students when TikTok <laughs> is banned and you just kind of spiking the football at them in class. And uh, hopefully that will make our district Twitter feed. And I would really like to watch that. Yes, I, I that would be great. And uh, I would rub it in their face and uh, smile and laugh and they'll all have sadness in their heart that uh, <laughs> they can't watch the thing that they most desire to watch, whether it's um, half naked people or uh, video game highlights or sports highlights or whatever. Maybe you could ask them to all make a square with their fingers and then have them put it over their eye. And then you could start dancing and say, look, <laughs> TikTok, it didn't go away. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see that. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a really good editorial. We'll definitely post a link to our podcast page here and hopefully other people will look at it. And uh, Don, it's been a real pleasure talking with you this week, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Absolutely, Zach. Have a good one. Take care.